After Jesus drives out a demon, causing a man to be mute, a controversy breaks out. Some people accuse him of driving out the demon by the power of Beelzebul, by the power of the prince of demons, Satan. Others ask him for a sign. And these two positions are an image of our incoherence and the hardness of our hearts. He had just finished carrying out a sign. He had just healed a man, driven out a demon. And now, and, and, and they misinterpreted the sign. Did the sign cause them to believe? No, it, it, caused the, it caused them to accuse him all the more. So now others among them want a sign of their own choosing. But that's not usually how God operates. God is God. He's not a vending machine. He doesn't play by our own rules. He's God and he gives us signs. He gives us evidence, but usually not at our own choosing. And we see a similar thing happen right after Jesus multiplies the loaves and the fish and feeds the 5,000. A group of people ask him for a sign from heaven. He had just finished working a sign. So there's a, an important insight that we can take from this. And it's that faith isn't based only on the weighing of the evidence. Some people on very scanty evidence, without seeing a miracle, believe. Others might see a miracle right before their eyes and yet refuse to believe. Because their prejudice blinds them or because their hearts are against Christ. So this is part of why Jesus begins to reason with them, to sort through their own internal coherence, reasoning about the, a, a kingdom divided against itself and beasible casting out beasible and, and what a foolish interpretation that is of what's happened. So he, he wants them to sort through their internal incoherence and think about the evidence they've already experienced as opposed to just giving them one more. You know, imagine that if he gave them one more sign, it would do them no good. He would become like a circus act. But he was a teacher, and more than a teacher, he was their Lord. Finally, he shows them that a choice is to be made. Faith has an intellectual component, and that's why he helps them sort out their thoughts. But it also involves an act of the will, deciding for Christ. He says, whoever is not with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me scatters. So there's two questions that we can ask ourselves this morning. that We can reflect on in the light of this gospel and in the presence of Christ. First, do I have any prejudices, any poisonous thoughts that keep me from seeing correctly, that shade the way I see God and the world? Confront those with the gospel and speak to Christ about those. Ask him for illumination and for the gift of faith. And then make a decision to gather with him, to follow after him. It's important to renew our decision, to say it to him, Lord, I'm with you. I might not understand everything. I experience some resistance, some lethargy, 
some confusion at times, but I'm with you. I declare it again today. I'm with you. And today, I want to follow you. I want to gather with you because apart from you, I'm scattered.